You're welcome to the first episode of Strictly Sports. My name is John Binho, the hot tackling and the super dynamic midfield master. A combination of Makalele and Javi, Ugolo Kante and Andre Pelo, where intensity and tenacity, midcraftiness and guile. I'll be your pilot for today. Today's talking points are easy centered around the Super Eagles of Nigeria and their chances of getting all three points against Iceland. Okay, before going into the talking points proper, let's uh, talk about uh, the experience that the Super Eagles have had uh, so far at the World Cup. It's been a mixed experience in 1994. Uh, you know, we defeated uh, Bulgaria and Greece, uh, but lost to Argentina. And in the round of 16, uh, we lost uh, to Italy. While in 1998, in the group stages, uh, we defeated Spain and Bulgaria again. And then we lost to Paraguay and also lost to uh, you know Denmark in the round of 16 but in 2002 yes uh, we lost two games uh, to Argentina and Sweden and we won against uh, England yes uh, and then in 2010 because we weren't around in 2006 so we didn't qualify Angola qualified at our expense and then in 2010 yes uh, we played against Argentina yet again our nemesis we have never won against Argentina we lost again about a goal to nil we won against the uh, we lost against Greece I beg your pardon and then we drew against South Korea and then in 2014 we lost yet again to Argentina but won against them um, Bosnia and Herzegovina and drew against uh, Iran only to lose in the round of 16 uh, to France uh, by two goals uh, to nail so many things have happened to us at the World Cup and this is 2018 like I said we lost uh, our first match against them um, Croatia by two goals to nail and now now we will be playing against the uh, Iceland what are our chances how well can we perform against a team that is so technically sound a team that is so organized a team that plays with this shape that you get to envy you know as a citizen of another country that is not so organized a country that is built on disorganization um you know when it comes to uh, the style of a play so i asked for the opinions of some people on the chances of the super egos of nigeria against iceland and here's what some of them had to say Hello, my name is Josh Osani, the tactical Josh. Okay, so we must all move away from our game against the um, Croatian side. Yeah, it was quite disappointing, two goes to nil. But we must all move away and um, look to the next game, which uh, unfortunately I don't see much hope either because the Iceland national side are a very, very mean machine. If you think Atletico Madrid are organized, if you think they are mean, if you think they like to play smash and grab, well, we are in for something much more tougher because from all indications, that's the kind of team Iceland have. They are very mean, very compact, and they know how to get the job done. One goal, two goals, and it's, it's a wrap. I mean, Argentina struggled with them, so um, we expect a whole lot more from the superiors of Nigeria if you consider the fact that we ourselves are struggling to even create any chance and the pace of the game obviously not going to trouble uh, the Iceland guys very much so it's going to be a smash and grab game um, all in all both for Iceland and for Nigeria going to be a smash and grab game but uh, the chances of the Super Eagles winning are painful to say but it's uh, for me less than 40 percent okay this is Charles with you you know actually Nigeria just concluded with Croatia over the weekend. You can also see that Nigeria actually they can play better if they want to. But some of our players generally just had issues like Moses. He was just so disappointing. Anytime he gets the ball, he's always trying to dribble and ends up falling, even after making a successful dribble. Also our other players, Atebo. Atebo was actually a shining light in the match. 
performed well and the only misfortune he had was scoring the own goal. Well, there's nothing much he could have done about it, like most players in the situation too. It's nothing much, the ball was going out, just a minor deflection and entered the net. So that's what I'm trying to say. With a little bit of luck in our next group game, I feel that Nigeria can actually do better and outperform in this World Cup. Maybe we can go to the quarterfinals. We all want to see that, hopefully. Before I even start speaking about Nigeria, Iceland and the match coming up, well, me, I would think Nigerians are so fond of this entitlement mentality. You just feel once it's the green, white, green on the pitch and you should win. But I think other nations have given the World Cup competition great priority and Nigeria hasn't. Since we can see that from how not in sync our players are. So I won't predict a win for Nigeria, neither would I predict a loss. But if you're expecting luck to work for us, well, the luck that would be for Nigeria better be a luck that despises preparedness because if you have to look at being prepared and being ready for something Nigeria is not we just have people who came together because they feel I don't know they want to be patriotic or something but if you really look at these other teams and what they are bringing to the table the World Cup is it for them but I don't think Nigerian players see the World Cup as it because Nigeria in itself lacks the ability to appreciate hard work so those people, me, I won't even blame themselves if they are taking care of themselves. You know, like Yoruba will say, one carer, they are managing themselves so that they will not get injured or something for their club, for games on their club level. For Nigeria, Iceland, well, let's just take it with a pinch of salt. We might win and we might not win. And if we win, I think if we win, it won't be a good lesson. Anyway, but it's not like winning is going to do anything. Nigeria versus Iceland my thoughts uh, so the world cup newcomers turned out not to be novices after all and had a very decent game against uh, the one-time world cup finalist argentina and we were able to get a one-all draw with them and considering how uh, argentina got the goal and they uh, responded almost immediately it shows how much of mental strength the icelandic side possesses so going into this game with nigeria is going to be really difficult for the nigerian side to crack down this uh, icelandic side they're resolute they're good to go and so Nigeria would have to find some kind of cohesion between uh, their midfield and the striking force because in the previous game against Croatia, it was shambolic all through from start to finish. Uh, there was no understanding between the midfield players and the strike, uh, the, the, the players who were striking. So Nigeria would have to do something about that. Uh, but uh, Nigeria has all to play for, though the pressure is going to be more on Nigeria than it will be on Iceland. Uh, if Nigeria can get the win in this game, uh, then it throws it in the balance and uh, it becomes open again in the group for anyone to qualify. So Nigeria just has to sort out its midfield problems, its striking problems and make sure that she gets the goal first. My take on this, say it's Gido, Balogun and the committees to the back line on midfield play a table and little, then behind the striker play in Ihanacho, that's in his natural position. Take Uwudu to the right, but up front you can start up with Sinewanko or Igalo. Then on the left side of the wing, Musa, we just need those space. Now, Iceland is a team who plays on the physical. They, they are always, uh, you know, playing the 
the aerial type of ball. Now we need to have, you know, work on our set pieces. This is where we're going to concentrate, take them on the attack, put them on the back side of the game. I mean, have them pin down on their own side. This way, with the uh, uh, bite in attack, we'll get something out of the game. If not, I don't see anything coming out of it. My take on this. This is Strictly Sports with Jumping Her. Right, so you've heard their voices and you've heard their opinions and contributions to uh, you know that particular talking point uh, uh, referring to the Super Eagles and their chances against uh, Iceland. Iceland is such an organized team and uh, this team is uh, one team that relies on uh, teamwork rather than individual uh, brilliance. And not to take away the fact that they've got uh, you know exciting players in that uh, setup. Talking about uh, you know Giffy Sigurdsson who plays uh, for everything, even though uh, you know he got injured for a very long spell and uh, came back uh, not a very long ago. He's been able to you know slot back into the squad uh, seamlessly. Uh, we're also talking about uh, uh, you know uh, Goodmanson, another exciting player who plays uh, for Burnley. Yes, these are players that uh, you can call on uh, to give you individual uh, moments of uh, brilliance. But then, the Super Eagles, how well do we have to do, how well do we have to perform uh, to defeat uh, Iceland? Go, you know, you can go all the way to uh, the camp of uh, the Argentines and ask uh, them uh, what uh, they had to do, uh, you know, uh, to even get that draw against <laughs> the Iceland. Yes, um, Lionel Messi couldn't score. And for you thinking, how many down on Messi missed the penalty? These that yes, he had 11 shots, uh, you know, on that uh, particular day. You can go all the way back to Euro 2016, they also stopped Ronaldo uh, from scoring, which means that this Iceland team uh, know what they're doing. But uh, let's see how well Nigeria uh, can perform um, against uh, them. So, the Nigerian coach uh, Genotro can decide to go with um, you know, a 4 for 2 formation. You go with the Zoro on goal, that's, that's a short bunker. And then in the defense, a center back pairing of uh, William Trist Ekong and Leon Balogun. And then, you know, in the left back position, I think Brian Do uh, gets the nod for me. And in, uh, you know, the right back position, I'm going to be going with Tyrion Ebohi here ahead of, um, you know, Abdullah Shew. And then in the midfield, Mikel and in Didi. And then maybe Etebo, you know, coming in from the left and Victor Moses coming in from the right. And uh, it will be slightly you know behind uh, or John Igalo or if you want to use Iana Cho slightly behind or John Igalo if you want to go with it you know 433 formation the same back line and then in the midfield um, you have uh, Indidi holding and then Mikel with a table slightly advanced and then you know in the um, front tree we have or John Igalo flanked by Victor Moses and he will be or Iana Cho depending on what uh, you want to go with and if it's a 4 5 1 uh, formation, the same back line, Mikel and Indidi would be in the holding position. Etebo will be just ahead of them, uh, flanked by Iwobi and Victor Moses. And then you have our Johnny Gallo in front. But then there's something else. Victor Moses plays at right wing back for Chelsea. Who says he can play at right back for Nigeria? We have players, and it depends on what uh, the coach wants to do all in all we are nigerians and we support the super eagles of nigeria 
uh, and we want them to get that particular win against Iceland because it will put us in a very good position uh, when we get to play our last group game against uh, Argentina. It's going to probably become a do or die affair. So good luck, Super Eagles. So this is where I call it wraps on the first episode of Strictly Sports. Thanks for joining me on this fantastic ride <laughs> into the world of football. Yes, sir. Jumbino is my name and I am the super dynamic Mr. Maestro. Don't forget to spread kindness around wherever you find yourself. Bye for now.